All the high achieving performers, drivers, and perfectionists out there, we see you. I see you. And so does our guest, Janae Hill, the Janae Hill. She started as a VJ, a video DJ with MTV in college and has been in media ever since. She helped as a consultant with Southwest Airlines. She has brought brand ambassador goodness to entrepreneurs and large organizations alike. And now she is leading entrepreneurs, leaders, and drivers how to have a healthy, safe space. Her current venture is specifically for females, but we wanted to do an episode tailored to both male and female drivers because everybody needs to learn how to take the mask off, to be high achieving when you need that, all gas, go, do it, and you need times to really be surrounded intentionally with community. If you don't, when you crash and burn, it is painful to do that alone. So we wanna prevent those times by building community proactively. And thank you for being our guest, Janae Hill. Thank you so much for having me. Always good to see you. I know. So we were joking before recording that we're like, we're gonna have to work so hard on rapport when in reality, we've been friends for like, countless years and have worked on tons of projects together. Um, so tell us what brings you most joy in being a driver yourself and then helping launch the dreams of others? Well, interestingly enough, what brings me the most joy is seeing others do what they love, mm -hmm. making money doing it. And I, I bring that up only because oftentimes when you're doing what you love and it doesn't sustain you, there's not as much joy. So I love seeing people do their purpose, be profitable in it, um, and then go beyond their wildest dreams. Can you tell that jazzes me up? <laughs> We're starting a brand from North Texas and um, believing it's going national. So those are the kinds of things that, and then ultimately global, those are the kinds of things I love to see other people do. I love it. So one of the things that I admire and emulate in my own life from friendship with you is the way that you believe there's permission for you to go 100% after your dreams. I think many of us, myself included, I have a dream, but I'm almost a little tentative sometimes. Like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Is this what God's leading me? Overthinking? Am I good at that? And I really see that one, you're human. So it's not like you're pretending that doesn't exist, but I've seen you just chase after a dream and really see the results because there's something in you that you feel permission to go after your dreams. How do we get that? You mentioned the word permission, and I think that is such a key word. The second thing I would say is similar to permission, but a little bit different, and that is a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes, I mean, recently, this week, I've had two women tell me, you know, I want to step out, but I just don't know. Mm -hmm. And I said, do you not know, or is it that you're not ready to choose that? So what does that look like in our lives? So for example, with me years ago, I was cranking it in corporate America, leadership development, performance analysis at Southwest Airlines, left what people would have said was a great job working for a wonderful company. Why would you ever leave? And then I went into consulting and then at 33, I did a complete career pivot and went back to my love for media. Mm -hmm. um, and 
with that, I knew that it was a choice. I was at the executive level. And when I went back into media, I was figuring things out. So oftentimes I would be literally a production assistant. I remember someone who had been in one of my leadership development classes saw me on a commercial shoot, like being, I mean, I think like a water girl. And they were and they're like, Janae, what are you doing? And everyone was so concerned about me. And had I taken, you know, this horrible fall? No, I was actually being intentional about my pivot and choosing to start at the bottom again and work my way up so that I could fulfill my purpose, my passion and make profit eventually. Yeah. But most of us, one, unconsciously have a belief that we're not capable. Yes. Two, again, feel like, uh, am I allowed to? Is that pride? Is this presumption? You know, is this what I'm called into? And three, they feel bad if they make money doing something that like they're supposed to do or something, right? Like we're supposed to always be in poverty if we're on our God assignment. So what does that look like for you of just debunking so many toxic thoughts so that you can prosper while investing in your dream? Well, it was a process to get here. As an entrepreneur, you are going to have peaks and valleys. And during those valleys, I mean, there have been some where I jokingly said, I don't ever want to eat another potato again because it, there was a time that was all I could afford. And now it's a balance of how do I still be a good steward of the resources and money I have now and let go of that poverty scarcity mentality uh, and that is a, a choice for me and it's recognizing that we're doing it um, the second thing I would say is we are to have life and life abundantly and I'm not talking wealth and prosperity gospel for me what that means is it is doing what you love and being able to support yourself and your family because when we can do that what kind of witness are we a great Mm-hmm. And then you can help fund your dreams, uh, other people's dreams. And you do that. You are literally one of the most generous people I know. Well, I think the interesting dichotomy there is it has been a process for me to accept the fact that I, too, am worthy of receiving. Because when we give, we're in control. So it feels great to give much harder, I think, for many of us high achieving folks to receive. And if we can accomplish our dreams by ourselves, we're dreaming too small. Mm. So how many times do we stay in control by not receiving and dreaming small so that we are sure to attain the goal? But then what is life like when we keep that small of a dream? I think that's playing it safe. Mm -hmm. And for me, at the end of my life, I want to be sure I've left nothing on the table. Yeah. And that means that I run hard pursuing my passion and purpose every single day. And are there some days that it's really exciting and fun? Yes. Are there other days that it's a grind and scary? And I'm thinking, why did I start this in the first place when I was successful in corporate America? Um, but that was a choice that I made. And now looking back, I would rather have dreamed the dream and dared greatly while trying than not dreamed at all and not done anything with that dream. Wow. 
So let's say someone's listening right now and they're at a pivotal moment where they're comfortable, they have the salary, they have all the benefits of corporate America or existing job. And to actually make that pivot, whether it's a different industry or entrepreneurialism or call from ministry into church or into business or vice versa, what would you say is that mental game to transition well? Well, one of my suggestions would be to really write down what's important to you. What are those core values? I like to say that core values are kind of like the roots of a big tree. Mm-hmm. And as long as our core values are intact, then it really doesn't matter which direction we pivot. But if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So, so many times people want to chase something or maybe not, but they haven't really thought through what do I absolutely need in order to be successful. And when I say need, I'm not talking about finances. Yes, we have to <laughs> financially be able to provide. But I'm talking more of those things that make you tick, that fill your love bucket. So for example, for me, one of those is producing results. And in corporate America, I felt like there was a lot of red tape, not because there's anything wrong with the company, but simply the bigger you are, the more checks you have to get to do something. And I just like to run and I run fast. And Sometimes that gets me in trouble, but most of the time I have found that I've been able to jump on opportunities because I am aligned with my core values and I have the freedom to do what I love. So I'd say if you're listening today, take a minute, like what are your three to five non-negotiables? Mine, I have to see results, I have to be making a difference, and I have to be able to speak. I know that may sound silly, but for me, I'm very opinionated and I need avenues to express that in a healthy way and something that you may not consider as a strength or a value, but I'm a problem solver. And I have found that I need business opportunities to solve problems. Otherwise, I'll try to solve problems in my marriage that are not really there and that does not work so well. Um, So let's get into the weeds. Let's say person is listening and they're like, yeah, I have this other dream. I'm writing down my values. What do you recommend on the practical? Do they just quit the next day? Do they have a savings? What do they do about insurance? Like what are the practical weed things that you would say, here's a way to help set you up for success? So after you've looked at your values and then be clear about the direction you want to go and how do we get clarity? For me, that looks like finding mentors in that field and spending time with them. Even before you've decided to jump or not jump, you are gathering information. So you've done your core values, here's what's important to me. Then you're gonna spend time with people in that field or industry. Chances are, if you honor that mentor relationship correctly, they will then also help you. It's just funny how that happens. Um, And so after you have sought those mentors, then the third step I would say, make a list of pros and cons pros of staying in what i'm doing now cons of staying in what i'm doing now and then pros and cons of jumping to the next and then the last thing i would say take a small step Mm -hmm. in whatever direction you're choosing to go if you're going to choose to stay because that is a choice if you're going to choose to stay where you are maybe what's a small step that you can do to perhaps be playing more to your strengths or to be able to maybe shift schedules where you can spend a more, a little bit more time filling those tanks. Um, and if you're gonna jump, 
what is a small step you can take like looking at financially are there some options to where i have a safe landing space or like me um, are there some maybe lower lying opportunities that don't pay as well they pay enough but that would allow me to get my feet wet so those are all choices that you make my biggest thing is don't think you have to figure it all out jump out um, if you take that leap of faith for me i believe in the lord and he will catch you and it's just a matter of the process to get there i love it and so i'm hearing you say you may be starting at a really high season enjoying the comfort of that but as many have said comfort is the opposite of growth because we don't grow when we're comfortable, right? Plants don't need to actually put their little roots deep when there's not a storm. But by stopping and going to the bottom, being realistic, change your expectations of your, your expenditures, reassess your budget, that yes, life will look different. And she said there's a season she's eating potatoes and <laughs> life hit some hard. Can we talk a little about your personal life when you went through a, a painful yes, season? I I like to say it was the tale of two cities in that it was the best of times and the worst of times. So my very first television series, mind you, I had spent time in corporate America mm -hmm. and then I was getting into media. I had been on one of Fox's shows, Moment of Truth out in LA, Mark Wahlberg. And there just wasn't for me a whole lot. I didn't feel like a whole lot of truth and light in that project. So I thought, instead of trying to be a light in other people's projects, why don't I just produce it myself? So I started my own production company. All I had done is production assistant work. I mean, I had literally minimal experience, but I put myself out there and started doing it. And we shot a 30 second promo of people making a difference giving for we were in front of the head of American Life Network and they commissioned us for 13 episodes. And so I was like, oh my goodness, I'm actually going to be on TV and this dream is happening. Simultaneously, I got married to a man who um, had multiple last names and he was arrested for assault with bodily injury and I was the one assaulted. Um, the marriage ended up being annulled on the basis of fraud. And I share that with you all because I think so often there's also a spiritual principle at play here trying to be a light in a dark media world and do I believe that the enemy would love to knock me down and actually he probably would have loved to have knocked me out but through that entire thing I had community um, I had but it, it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't allowed myself to be vulnerable and transparent mm -hmm. to trusted people about what was going on literally behind the scenes in this case so that they could walk alongside with me. Yeah. And is that some of the origin that brought you to your current platform? Because let me just say, I have worked with epic leaders, both male and female, and you would never know that behind the scenes, their marriage is falling apart. They're going through bankruptcy. Their family is, you know, having a drug issue or lawsuit or something that you're like, what? You're performing so well as a high achiever. And yet behind the scenes, you're super depressed, anxious, medicating with self, you know, things that we shouldn't be doing. And so in behind the scenes, what do you think is the cost of staying alone during pain? Oh, I think the cost of staying alone during pain is certainly lots of mistakes and isolation, even 
potentially mental health issues, not to mention hard cost. I mean, Shannon and I are talking about some of those maybe emotional things that I went through, but even on strictly the professional side, when you are leaving a structured corporate America and doing your own thing, there was a lot going on behind the scenes, starting your own company, all that you need from an LLC perspective that I had to figure out on my own. And did I make a lot of mistakes along the way? Absolutely. And I wonder now, had I asked for help, but that's, it, it's kind of a dichotomy because on the one hand, I need to appear to be successful and all together. On the other hand, the reality was I was figuring out things. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that at any level, we should, if we are growing, always have a level of growing and learning to do. Yes. And, and the more vulnerable and transparent we can be with the right people, not with people who don't have your best interest in mind, but with people that you do consider to be a mentor, a trusted friend, colleague, the more you realize you don't have to go it alone. And it really does give you the freedom to do more. That's so good. And even just on a brain science side, that when you're trying to think clearly, that's prefrontal cortex. That's Mm -hmm. the last region of the brain that gets any glucose energy, which just means it's the last place that's going to get energy when everything else inside is draining. We get hijacked by fear, anxiety, depression, marital problems, stress with kids, figuring out what you're going to do with this lawsuit or whatever might be going on behind the scenes. And so you're trying to think clearly and not realizing you're not at 100%. If you don't have somebody, whether it's an executive coach, a friend, a brand ambassador, a mentor, someone that's coming alongside of you. And again, that doesn't mean if you have stockholders, shareholders, that you're telling everyone by any But it does mean we need somewhere to take the mask off. And statistically, those who go through therapy make more money they have better career success and they have more satisfying relationships because everywhere i go i take me so i can't compartmentalize as well as i think i can right so everybody listening right now you may love work because it's your place of escape but you don't know the cost that it's having even with finances physical health and relationships if you're not stewarding your emotions taking the mask off in a brave safe space So tell us about the Unbroken platform and how you are helping solve that. I would love to do that, but first I do have to give a plug and I'm not giving it just because she's Dr. Crawford. (laughs) She mentioned executive coaches and there was a time when I had left Southwest Airlines and I wasn't sure about this executive coaching thing. Like, is there really value in it? Now, what I have, like leadership development, that's what I've done at Southwest Airlines. But don't you get to the C-suite level and you graduate and like you don't need that anymore? And the answer is absolutely not. And I will say that the only reason I am able to lead out strong, not perfect, strong in this arena is because I have made it a priority to have executive coaches, therapists, in my life consistently Mm -hmm. don't have that there is no shame in that i would just encourage all of us to really look for a trusted resource Um, Mm and i have a friend who is the coo of a big medical they've got multiple locations and 
she found that the C-suite folks were doing leadership development and she saw such a trickle down effect that she then brought in someone to do that for all levels of leadership. But started with that C-suite. So if you're not doing that, I would encourage you to do that. Unbroken is a brave, supportive community for women who want to take action and create change. Um, our vision for this platform is to be a conduit for transformational change on the personal level. So we're surrounded by high achieving women and we are just, it's a cycle of giving and receiving. And then globally, we would love to be a conduit for social change because we believe if we can get women stepping into their maximum potential and owning their greatness, um, we can do some significant change in the world. I love that. And so there's different avenues that you're doing it. And I've gotten to be a part of the TV show part. So tell us about that and how we engage with it. So there's Unbroken with Janae, and that is a television series that will air initially in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on the ABC affiliate, WFAA, at 2 p.m. on Monday afternoons beginning in August. And then we have a vehicle. So we, we call our community squads. We go by squads. And the reason for that is communities kind of big and broad. A squad is a very focused group around a central point of focus and purpose. And so we've got squads and we have a mobile squad that is going to activate all across the nation, starting in North Texas, where it's going to help women you can also request help for you or your community. Um, and then there are sometimes we are showing up and giving motivation, inspiration, encourage, equipping and empower those people right there. So that's the television side of things. Then we have events that are these squad like adult pep rallies. Yes, we still do them, but we don't just pep you up. We then take you tactical. We are training up leaders and entrepreneurs and launching brands. So it's very similar to what Oprah did um, where she took alongside people that she viewed as her trusted advisor. So Dr. Phil, Susie Orman came up along with her. So we are doing that with women in this space. And then we have an app where we can connect with women across the globe. Um, this isn't your typical app. You're not sharing you know, how great your family is or any of those things, you're actually sharing, here's where I think I can help you and here's where I need some help, another on. So we're super excited to launch that in less than 60 days. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Man, you are one of those people that sets the dream and then runs after it. I am so proud of you. What would be something that you would say to encourage our audience with their dream of something that they can take the mask off, be vulnerable and run after their dream? A dream is a hope or a wish. So I would actually encourage you guys not to dream, <laughs> rather to do your destiny. Mm -hmm. A destiny is a predetermined course of events. Yeah. And all of us have a specific unique purpose Yet, studies show that only 4% of people in America, the land of opportunity, actually achieve that. So get comfortably uncomfortable, find a mentor, surround yourself with people who are gonna encourage you, also challenge you. Shannon has spoken some hard feedback to me in love. And I will tell you, she's been a game changer to me. Mm -hmm. If you don't have people like that speaking into your life, 
find them. Um, and then take a small step consistently. Don't just do it one time. You have to keep doing it. Small steps consistently lead to big change long-term. I love it. And if you're listening and you're thinking, I need more help, then we would love at Crawford Clinics to be a resource for you. We have therapists for individuals, for couples, families, adolescents, and children. And we also have executive coaching for your organization. And Janae, how do people connect with Unbroken? Go to theunbroken.org or the Unbroken Squad on social media. And if you want to find me personally, I'm at janeehill.com and that's J-A-N-E-E hill.com and at Real Janae Hill on social media. I love it. And then last, if somebody is looking to take their entrepreneurial brand and personal development, is that something that you're available to do now or are you just like so swamped right now? No, we actually have some really cool systems, processes, and opportunities for entrepreneurs and leaders looking to level up. And this is really at any level. We customize our process to look at where are you personally and where do you want to grow to the next level. So for instance, I'm trying to push um, a very trusted colleague into television. She's just amazing and would be awesome. So that might be her next level, but yours might be want to go from corporate America to maybe out on my own, or I've had this heart for something and I'd like to see if there's an opportunity to make it a ministry. We have opportunities for you at theunbroken.org. And we would love at a minimum to have you join our community. We need you in our squad. Mm. If you're a female and if you're a male, Promise Keepers is one of the male counterparts that we love. Um, and there are you know, many organizations for both males and females. I also love Brave Co. Jason Ballatin was one of our guests in the past and hopefully we'll have him back. So that's another good resource for men, Brave Co. All right. Well, thank you for your time today. I love you, dear friends. And I'm excited to have the premiere. So it was August 21st. August 21st mm-hmm. for the Unbroken TV show launch. So make sure everybody put that on your calendar. And we want to promote this. Janae has been so brave in setting aside time, money, energy, resources to get the network to allow her to buy that time so she can control her content. Yeah, they don't let you buy afternoon, daytime, prime time. So yeah, this is incredible. I'm applauding and so proud of my friend. So please make sure that you record, even if you're not available, Mondays at two o'clock starting August 21st. Because once that time hits, we want to show the network that this is impressive, amazing demand. And let's keep running after this goal. Thanks, guys. And we will see you for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.